0: Time now for The Real Estate Connection with Stephen Fayard, a realtor and certified probate and real estate specialist. Whether you're a first time homebuyer or a seasoned investor looking to downsize, move up, or refinance, this program is for you. Our house
1: in the middle of our street. Our
0: From probate sales to landscape design to home repairs and maintenance. This is your weekly look into all things real estate. Now, your host for the Real Estate Connection, Stephen Thayard.
1: Hey, everybody, welcome to the show. Welcome, welcome. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for joining me here today on another episode. Of the real estate connection, here with your podcast host, Stephen Thayard, Realtor with Coldwell Banker, California DRE number zero one seven zero zero zero. One nine. And oh, by the way, I'm never too busy for any of your referrals. So if you have friends or family members that are looking to buy or sell something in the near future real estate related, tell them to give me a call. Stephen Thayard, your podcast host at 408-472-0817. Again, 408-472-0817. Welcome to today's show. Thank you for joining me. Let's jump right on in. It's been a full year since 15 days to slow the spread. We have been living with SARS-CoV-2 for officially 365 days uh, since the, uh, last, the lockdown began, at least here in California. And so, you know what? We survived. So a great big round of applause to everybody who's made it. Thank you. Um, uh, congratulations to you, and it's a blessing. It is a blessing that we've all gotten through this. So a lot has changed, and our lives have been altered. So has the world of real estate. So the question is, what positive and negative changes have occurred in the real estate industry as buyers, as sellers, as agents, as we interact with each other In the world of real estate, what changes have occurred, negative and positive, and what changes do we expect to remain, and what can you expect in the future? If you're new to the show and uh, you want to figure out how to uh, not miss another episode, send me an email right now to this email address. I'm going to raise up on the screen, put it right under my nose, right where I'm speaking, Info at realestateconnectionradio.com. Info at realestateconnectionradio.com. Send me an email to that address with your name and your personal email address, and I'd be happy to add you to the podcast. You can find me on Podbean and Apple Podcasts. Just search The Real Estate Connection. And you will find me there. All right. So, again, send me an email right now. Info at realestateconnectionradio.com with your name and your email address. Don't miss another podcast. So, credit for today's show goes to yours truly. Um, Based on my personal experience selling real estate in Northern California during the last 365 days of SARS-CoV-2 and experiencing the initial lockdown and when the market opened back up. So let's jump right on in. So what changes have occurred in real estate due to SARS-CoV-2? Bullet point number one Social distancing. How has social distancing affected the world of real estate? Well, number one, there are no open houses. We haven't had an open house in real estate in 365 days. If I had a sound effect, it would go, ooh, ah, right? No showings are only by appointment. And for a while there, you couldn't even get into a house to see it. It was a drastic, dramatic shift, titanic in level, like an earthquake moving through the marketplace that rumbled and shook throughout the entire real estate industry. There were limited amounts of people allowed in a home at a time once the uh, realtors were um, deemed as essential workers and we were able to then Conduct business. There were a whole new set of rules and regulations that we had to abide by in order to um, conduct business in the world of real estate. And that meant a limited amount of people in a house at a time. At first, it was just people in a family limited to two people, but then it expanded and eventually grew into families, as long as you were all underneath the same household. Also, what changed in the way of And as far as social distancing and trying to stay um, safe as far as the transfer of germs, limited, uh, no printed advertising material was allowed in the home. So, you know, in real estate, you know, part of the sales pitch in order to list a house was look at my beautiful marketing material. Look at the flyers that are going to go in the box outside of the house on the for sale sign or inside of the home, right? All of that, poof, gone. No more of that allowed, no more printed material allowed inside the home. And then there was very limited contact with buyers, sellers, and real estate professionals. You could not get in front of people in real time, everything was shut down. You couldn't even go to coffee shops. Offices were closed, you couldn't meet in conference rooms, and people were locked down and they didn't want you in their homes, even to discuss the prospect of selling a house. So limited contact between individuals, uh, buyers, sellers, and real estate professionals. And then electronic tools to manage social distancing. Now we're going to get into that in a second, but that's just the first piece on social distancing that had a radical impact in the world of real estate. All right, so what's number two? Ha-ha, marketing. That's right, sound the horn, marketing. Marketing for a home, once the market was open, completely shifted in the world of real estate. All home searches absolutely 100% of the time began on the internet. Now, there was a shift moving in this direction already. However, before the lockdowns occurred, there were still open houses, People could be out driving, running errands on the weekends and see an open house sign and decide to just go into a neighborhood they haven't visited before and take a look at the inside of a property. Um, there were also people that just kind of did this for fun on the weekends that rolled around looking at the inside of other people's homes in different areas or neighborhoods that they that they dreamed about moving into, which was absolutely part of the real estate experience Not only from a buyer and a seller perspective, but from a real estate, real estate agent perspective where we met new people coming into homes just to check it out. And there was nothing wrong with that. We actually applauded that and that was good because that was the beginning of the home search process. However, due to the lockdowns, if you're curious about a house now, you can't just roll into anyone's house anytime you want you are now absolutely 100% of the time going to look at houses on the internet. What else took off as far as marketing during the lockdowns? 3D walkthroughs started to take off. It was like a launching of a rocket. Um, People would... Uh, look at the pictures, but then they saw this link that they could click onto, and it was an actual 3D tour where you could virtually walk through a house due to 3D photography by a company called Mattaport. Now Mataport is something that you may not have heard of but if you're in the real estate market now and you're either a buyer or a seller it's something that you may have tripped on accidentally and run into either by clicking a button online and zooming in to a 3D walkthrough and absolutely accidentally walking through a home or being introduced to it by a real estate professional sitting across the table from you at a home which they introduced this technology where there's 3D cameras that take pictures and then instantly online, anybody can walk through the home without actually having to be in the house. Also, another adjunct to marketing that has taken off because of the lockdowns have been video home tours. Now, this is more expensive than... Um, Um, Mataport, and it takes more people to be involved. You need a a person with a video camera, you need a realtor reading copy that's more people inside a, a property, and then it has to be edited and music applied, and so it can be very expensive. However, that hit the marketplace like a freight train as well and become very, very popular as far as it concerns real estate. Also, floor plans. Now, this is something that engineers in the market absolutely love right? Let's bring the party. Real estate, um, uh, people uh, people who are buyers that are, are engineers, which we have a ton of in Silicon Valley, love having these floor plans as part of the marketing material that you can have online. It saves time in measuring rooms and actually knowing how big the rooms actually are for your furniture. And additionally, it gives a layout for the home before you even go see it. So if you're looking for open concept and you see all these walls that are blocked off from a floor plan, you already know that that's not the house that you want to go see, even though the pictures on the inside are absolutely fantastic and they, and all, the, uh, all of the uh, upgrades are in the house that you may want. If you're looking for open concept and you see a a floor plan there for you to look at and you see that it's not, you can just check it off your list and it makes home searching um, uh, that much more fruitful for buyers and for sellers to weed out people that don't want their type of floor plan in the first place. And then what's the last bullet point on this list for marketing and how it's changed uh, because of the lockdowns and changes in the real estate market due to SARS-CoV-2? virtual open houses. Now, when I first heard of this concept, I said, who's gonna attend a virtual open house, right? Nobody wants to go, but that's not necessarily the case. It's not easy, however, it can be done. Um, where you uh, book times for groups to come through Zoom or FaceTime connection or maybe even Skype and you get a bunch of people to sign up for a half hour increments where the real estate professional uses their camera on their phone to walk through a property with a group of people and answer questions. Now, because the market is so hot and there aren't very many properties available for sale, the virtual open house hasn't necessarily taken off because it's not needed. Buyers are coming to the homes and looking at them after they've viewed them online and writing offers without the need for virtual open houses. However, should the market cool off, expect to see more of this in the marketplace. You will definitely see Realtors using whatever tools they can uh, pull. um, ah, Come on, Stephen. (laughs) Stop tripping over your words. (laughs) Anyway, um, you will absolutely see Realtors pull this tool out of their tool belt to use it in order to get more exposure for a home if people aren't driving to the home on their own. All right. So. We have just a couple more bullet points here on what has changed. Also, paperless transactions. All right, I need to catch my breath. All right, I'm going to give you a great big round of applause for joining the podcast today. Hey, don't forget, if you want to sign up for it and you don't know how to find me on Podbean or um, on Apple Podcasts, just the Real Estate Connection, you can send an email right here To info at realestateconnectionradio.com. That's info at realestateconnectionradio.com with your name and your email address, and I'd be happy to add you to the podcast distribution list. Now let's keep on going. Paperless transactions have hit and they have hit hard. All right, you can get a comparative market analysis for your home electronically. You can get listing agreements sent to you electronically, seller disclosures sent electronically, buyers can fill out purchase agreements, you can negotiate the entire uh, real estate transaction without ever seeing a single sheet of paper. The final offer can be signed and sent to the lender and the title company to get the deal off the ground and you can even wire your money in and never have to step foot into a bank in order to transact a real estate transaction in today's market due to the lockdowns because paperless transactions have been embraced by everyone due to social distancing. People were not able to sit down in front of each other and sign paperwork. And so the technology that was already in place saw wide adoption by everyone in the industry, real estate professionals, buyers, sellers, lenders, title companies, except for the uh, county where the deeds are actually recorded, those are still done with paper. <clears throat> Something, some things in life just have to be seen and touched and documented, and that includes deeds. So when you're dealing with uh, the county assessor off county, uh, the county assessor offers office, say that three times in a row. <laughs> um, you still have to send in paper. All right, so that gets me to my last point. Nice transition, Stephen. Papers still required. Loan documents, you still have to sign those um, with a wet signature using a pen and paper. Seller signed deeds to transfer title, still required. Also, buyer signed transfer documents for those deeds being received, a transfer deed being received by a buyer. All right, so that is, those are all of the changes and the things that didn't change um, in the world of real estate due to the lockdowns so we're gonna go to a quick commercial break and when we come back we're gonna talk about what can we expect to stay in real estate as a result of SARS COVID-2 so stay with me I'll be right back in a second Okay, and we're back. Sorry for that, folks. The live stream just dropped. I think I overused my technology. Anyway, so we're back at it. So what can we expect to stay in real estate as a result of SARS-CoV-2? One, professional photography. Shopping online is now the norm and will stay. You absolutely are going to need Professional photography. Okay, 3D walkthroughs. Companies like Matterport are, look, are looking to go public in the near future. All right, so what does that mean? Uh, you're going to see 3D walkthroughs absolutely continue to be part of the real estate landscape as new, accepted, and adopted technology in the real estate Environment, you'll, you'll be able to walk through a home in the convenience of your own home. What else can you expect to say, stay? Video has emerged as an enhanced way of showing homes. More geared towards upper-end to higher-end homes due to the expense, but you will absolutely still see video staying in place. What else? Floor plans. More broad adoption. So, allows consumers to know the true size of rooms and layout of property before investing time to visit. So, floor plans, electronic floor plans will stay as part of overall marketing. Electronic tools to show property. There are tools out there called a showing time and Calendly, which allow realtors to go online and set an appointment to see the property. Allows realtors to set their own appointments. You don't have to make phone calls anymore. makes a lot of things more efficient And can be customized for each seller. All right. And sellers will have access to know how much showing activity is occurring for their home. What other electronic tools are there out there for meeting people uh, to keep your social distancing should you choose to still move in that direction? Zoom, FaceTime, Skype are all efficient and allow agents and clients more flexibility in meeting each other. Either uh, and with meeting times. And then it also saves in gas. You don't have to drive all over town. You could actually be more efficient and meet with more people in a single day than what it used to be like when you had to drive and meet people in person. So that is an efficiency factor that has been added to real estate that will stay as part of our adopted changing to real estate due to the lockdowns in SARS-CoV-2. Uh, electronic tools for markets, so market analysis re- reports will still be delivered via email and most agents will still provide a printed copy as it's, as it's more tangible if uh, buyer, if sellers decide that they want one. It's actually nice to be able to reference later on without having to pull up your, um, your uh, electronic device. However, newer tools are interactive for sellers to understand the value of their homes better. Okay, so electronic tools for transaction documents as well docuSign has had wide adoption used mostly for listing agreements and purchase contracts can still be tough for baby boomer for the baby boomer generation who may not have kept up with technology however it has seen wide adoption uh completing disclosures electronically has also arrived uh, a program called glide walks sellers through the process a la a TurboTax question and answer format and an agent can track progress of the seller agents can answer questions remotely too regarding the connecting the filling out of these disclosures as well uh, printed and more professional when they're done. So when those disclosures are completed, they're typed out, printed, they look beautiful, and then it's easier for buyers to read and validate and they feel more comfortable about the reports they're seeing because of the way they're uh, they're presented in a more professional manner. Now, parts of real estate that has not changed, um, buyers visiting a home before an offer is written, Um, That absolutely will not change. People will still want to go drive through the neighborhood and visit the property in person. And home inspections. You still need a general home inspector to come out there and be present. Uh, Termite inspections, um, roof inspections, all of those are still going to be part of traditional real estate because those have to be done in person by a live human being. Uh, appraisers will actually are gonna continue to go out and look at homes to appraise the value they have to see them in person and then getting your home ready for sale home repairs and painting that's still gonna be a part of the sales process you are still gonna need to present a good product repairs paint landscaping all of that is still gonna stay part of the traditional real estate process so go with a pro and go with who you know Call Stephen Thayard, your podcast real estate professional, today at 408-472-0817. Again, 408-472-0817. And oh, by the way, I'm never, never, never too busy for any of your referrals. So if you have friends or family that are looking to buy or sell in the near future, I would absolutely love to work with them. Have them give me a call at 408-472-0817. Um... My, I am a cold practicing realtor with Coldwell Banker, California DRE number 01700019. So, I leave you, this with you today. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain for the, older, uh, the old order of things has passed away. Revelation 21.4. That's our hope and that's our future. God bless you. God bless the United States of America. And thank you for joining me on another episode of the Real Estate Connection podcast. Thank you so much. And we will see you again next week.
0: This has been the Real Estate Connection with Realtor and Certified Probate and Real Estate Specialist Stephen Fayard. Licensed Cal BRE number 17 00019. For more information on this program, visit realestateconnectionradio.com. To contact Stephen directly, call 408-472-0817 or email info at realestateconnectionradio.com. And be sure to tune in next week at this time for The Real Estate Connection.